If you're an average player, you want to be left alone, right? Because you want to be able to slide by. If you're a good player, you want to be coached. If you're a great player, you want the coach to tell you the truth every day. Did I hustle on that play? Did I make the right read? Did I play the guy with the right leverage? You want to know every play. Because you know why? They want to be perfect. Everybody here makes a choice to do one of those three things. Welcome to the GOAT Consulting Podcast, a podcast dedicated to people striving to be a GOAT, the greatest of all time, serving it up in a way that you can get it in all stages of life. Well, welcome to another episode of the GOAT Consulting Podcast, and I am not Colby Jubinville, (laughs) as we most often hear. Uh, We are in VCE Studios, though, and here in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee, I am John... Byers, as Colby <laughs> might hesitate there with the last name. And to my right and my left, we have uh, our good friend and the one that dons the crown of the GOAT empire, Mr. Tyler Burnett. Tyler, welcome to the show. Thanks for having very me. Happy be- to be here. Beautiful baseball shirt that yeah, you have, got there. i to bring in the, the old baseball background today. Well done. Our, our good friend and uh, co-host, Colby Juvenville, is is on PTO this week. <laughs> he's, uh, he heard he's, I was coming and he ran. I, he got scared, and we cannot wait for you to uh, try to fill in a little bit of those shoes today. Uh, Colby's enjoying some time away. He told me he's plotting world domination, but I certainly miss, miss his face. So, And all the faces of Colby uh, that he delivers on the show. So this is a podcast the GOAT Consulting Podcast. This is dedicated to those that are striving to be the greatest of all time in their own life, business, and relationships. And we try to serve it up in a way that you can get it. And we do that in a way that uh, we try to deliver it a unique perspective, a unique education, and a unique experience for those in their 20s, where where folks, where we all get into the game, in their 30s, where we move up in the game, in the 40s, where we try to stay in the game, and as Colby puts it, because those 30-year-olds are so damn good. And then in the 50s, where we ask ourselves, what do I really want? That's how we do it here. This is awkward. I've never I've never and done the intro you're, before. You're doing great, and uh, we have a goat here with us today. I cannot. I, I, I am so thrilled, and we're going to turn this thing over to Dr. Charlotte Farmer here in just a second. Let's give a quick nod to our friends and our sponsor, Dev Digital. And Brian Huddleston and his team uh, love those guys. They bring all your digital needs to life. They give you the freedom to build. I love that tagline. It's a great line. Check them out at devdigital.com. Thank you for supporting the show. Thank you to Brian Huddleston, our good friend from Purier, Tennessee. <laughs> He's a local visitor of Charlie's Quick Mart there, as he recently shared. And one other quick thing. We, we found out this last week that we are now an award-winning uh, podcast. Uh, Welp Magazine, a London-based publication named the Goat Consulting Podcast as one of the top 20 best stage direction podcasts of 2021. I think it's due to your creativity in your shirts. I, think I can't wait. Got to. Us on the it's got to be the shirt. It's, it's got to be exciting. the shirt. Mine too, you know. Mine too. Absolutely. Well, I don't know, Tyler. The bourbon <laughs> shirt kind of stood out. Hi. Uh, yeah. You're right. You're right. I'm She's, not as creative. Oh, She's watched yeah. an episode or two. Oh, I'm good. Connecting those dots. Right. That's hard to be. Absolutely. Well, uh, we we could not be more thrilled. And by the way, th- this is out of all the times we've ever been in session recording, I have never worn the same shirt twice until oh, you today. Got a lot of shirts, bro. Until today, <laughs> and it is a very special. 
uh, rerun, recreate of the shirt. That one of my favorites. I think I might have worn this for the very first episode. Love is not canceled, which we started in the midst of the pandemic, and it just fit so beautifully for this conversation with Dr. Farmer. And I just couldn't be more thrilled to bring back and to have a first, the first time I wear the shirt uh, that has been worn before, just for you. And that's a little foreshadowing for what's to come today. So I have a way of influencing people. In this case, it was <laughs> yes. a good way. I would say that is certainly true. And we cannot wait to talk more about that today. So if, if that's okay with you, can we just jump, jump right in? Love it. Welcome to the show, Dr. Charlotte Farmer. Uh, let me just read a quick couple of sound bites here. If I read her whole bio, it would take up the whole hour uh, or 30 minutes of the show. And, and I, she is one of the most impressive people I've ever met. She, uh, Dr. Farmer is currently the operations director of MITRE's Enterprise Computing Information and Security and they're a corporate business. They've got 9,000 experts, international business. And uh, one of the things that I thought was really cool is and amongst all the things that you do and have done, uh, tell well, maybe we can get there, but you have engaged more than 150,000 foreign financial institutions in more than 200 countries, and you seem to think that that outcome is going to help fork terrorism and human trafficking. That may come right. up today, but she's changing the world. Like, she's doing things on a global, massive level. Stuff that goats do. Stuff that goats do. That's part of your goatness. <laughs> it's well, my goatness. Well put. That's right. I'm embracing my goatness. <laughs> Dr. Farmer has supported leadership ethics and diversity in STEM, uh, West Point military. I mean, it's associations there. She was... Savoy Magazine's 2020 Most Influential Black Executives in Corporate America. That's what I'm talking about. Living the goat life. Golly. Has supported and helped run the Fierce Woman Project, recently lauded as her luminary who inspires, engages, and empowers <laughs> young women. She is a graduate of Harvard. Is that a good school? I, I, I You might have heard of them. <laughs> and, and George Washington. Graduated summa cum laude, correct? Yeah. I so mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. When I graduated, and I, I, you know how you go across the stage and go back and sit down. Yes. One of the people next to me said, "I didn't know you were smart." I said, "Well, I don't wear it on my shoulder." <laughs> didn't know you were smart. Is that what you say to the person next to you at Harvard when you're graduating? That's not what you're supposed to say, because you know I get out and I play soccer or football i play baseball i you know i i'm not that you are you are guy. massively impressive in so many ways but uh, i gotta uh, tell uh, you something man harvard had harvard stanford berkeley mit they have classes for free online wow. and so i wow. take classes to keep my brain stretched you remember earlier you said if it's going too easy, something's wrong. That's right. So I like to keep mix it up and keep it going. So I take these classes. I don't know. Maybe I'm masochistic. Like, is so, it Harvard Business online or what? How do you get to that? EDX, Echo Delta Xylophone. Just, just Google it and you'll wow. get to this site. And there's all kinds of cool classes. You want to learn about artificial intelligence or machine learning or not 
I mean, okay, so not I a wanna, nerd. No, I, I do. Mean, no, no, no. That's all right. The nerd can come out because I, there's a nerd behind the scenes over here too. I mean, <laughs> there is there is a your practical one of your many practical takeaways for today, folks. You can take Harvard classes online. I had no idea. That's amazing. So thank you for that for free. Yep. Well, to be a yeah, goat, you, to be a goat, can. you got to continue continue pushing the boundaries. Absolutely. You gotta. So what? Two other quick things. Doctor Farmer, she's married. She's got three children. One who's active duty army army and officer. Please uh-huh. let him know. Thank you for that. One's a federal government advisor, and third is a nonprofit leader. So don't say anything you don't want fully investigated here. <laughs> uh, Doctor Farmer no, that's has probably right. That's she, true. She We're is, gonna keep it clean. Yes, maybe. She is a TEDx uh, presenter, spoke on the power of love, hence bringing back part of the shirt today. And I'm just going to say this. I feel smarter, cooler, sharper, safer, and slightly more handsome that she has joined the show today. I don't know why that last part comes in, but (laughs) you just make me feel warm and fuzzy in so many ways. And, And I will say rarely have I ever, ever experienced such a combination of brilliance mixed with genuine kindness and grace, as I have experienced with you. And you are a legend in the few conversations that we've had and in so many others, and it is such a joy and an honor to have you. So we we officially welcome Dr. Charlotte Farmer into the loving bosom of the GOAT Consulting Podcast. So welcome to the show. <laughs> I hope you feel the air hugs, and, and I cannot wait for the day when we can be in person. I would have flown down there to you, John and Tyler, and I, we, and I would have been right there in the middle. Yes, right here, right here, right here, yeah. right in the bosom. And we Colby did keep Spear. we did keep these seats open, uh, by the way, just to, as a nod to Colby for not being here today. But only you might have been able to fill that. So thank you for being here. Um, I, can you several ways that we honor our guests? But before we get there, would love for you to kind of catch us up on today. And I know we've sure. got a main topic we're going to unpack and so, several other things. It's going to be a lot of fun. Catch us up on your life. Where are you from? How did you get to today? Man, that that would take a long time. So I'm going to go and fast forward, just buckle up and, and try Buckled not to in. hurt your neck. Come on, break, <laughs> break it. Breakneck speed. <laughs> so I used to build clay forts in the red hills of Georgia, in Macon, Georgia. No Macon, kidding. Georgia. I'd go outside and I'd build these little whatever they were out of clay so they wouldn't go away i, I knew that whole thing about did you also drink from the water hose i feel like did they, what do you did... know about a water hose man that's right <laughs> <laughs> listen anybody that drank from the water hose there is no need to get a covid shot and that is not official folks don't send me your hate mail it is a joke but i'm just saying I'm so just many saying. <laughs> john if you can endure the summers of making Georgia yes. and drinking out of the water hose and running from tree to tree to drink pears and apples and wow. pecans or pecans, depending on where you're from. It's true. You can survive anything. Yes. So fast forward, then I'm building factories in Tennessee. Really? I've heard of that place. Tri-City, Tennessee, oh. Bristol, Johnson wow. City, Kingsport. Okay. I didn't know that part. And that's where I met my children and, and fell in love and all that stuff. Mm. And, and then all of a sudden, I hit this, not a glass ceiling. You guys have heard of that. I hit a freaking cement ceiling. 
to the point oh, wow. where I had something quit. So I got an MBA and um, went abroad while I was there, went to South Africa, worked in, in Hong Kong for a little bit. And then I came back and I started building businesses in on Park Avenue in New York. And guess what? My doggone commute got blown up in 9-11. Mm. So I packed up my little bags like the, the hillbillies and I, w- I went to Virginia like and started federal government consulting and I built businesses there. And now most recently I'm trying to build trust in the nation's capital. So that's today, that's where I am today. And I'm very pleased to say that uh, there is a journal. I, I probably can't announce it right now, but there is a journal that is willing to put some trust in me to talk about trust as a currency for business. And uh, y- you can imagine how broad a topic that is because yeah. that touches a lot. Yes, It touches business continuity and resilience. It touches leadership and culture. It touches strategy and performance corporate board governance, transformation, restructuring, turnarounds, growth mindset, startups, venture capital, all of that stuff. So the good, great news for a nerd like me, they're willing to, this really cool journal, is willing to give me like a a Dear Abby section, Mm. a section that will be focused on trust as a currency of business. And I'm opening it up to collaborate with you, John, or, or you, Tyler, if you want to help me with one of these articles, I'm going to make a series of seven around those topics. And the first topic, believe it or not, is zero trust, the, the complete antithesis of trust. Because think about solar winds. Think about the, the, the recent, most recent cyber attack where we had yeah. people piled up at gas lines. Is real. So, so how do you make your organization or whoever you are as strong as you possibly can? Where's your shield? How do you do that? I will say not long ago, we talked about trust. And as I thought about, as I think about trust today, and I think these episodes really help stretch me to think and, and put uh, words around maybe some of my values and my beliefs, but I think trust is hard when we ask people to trust us, it's so hard because we're asking them either in a big or a small way to love us. Yes. That's yes. why trust is so hard. And that's why I think you're perfect for that topic. And I think we're going to talk a little bit more about that today. But trust is hard because we're asking people, something, somebody, some organization, country, community, spouse, child, whatever, to love us in a small or a big way. No, you're spot on, man. There's this book that goes back thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And there's a little quote in it that says, faith, hope, and love. The greatest of these is love. Mm. Faith is nothing but trust. It's hard to unpack those, unbind those. They come as a package deal. And it's tough. It's tough to to keep that package whole because sometimes you love, but you're a little worried you don't trust. So yeah, let's talk about that a little more. Simon Sinek said, uh, I know you, you just gave us a good segue to move on, but Simon Sinek said, (laughs) um, love is giving someone the power to destroy us and trusting they won't use it. Yeah. That blows my mind. Yes. And it is. 
And it's a great definition. So can't wait to hear you talk more about that. Um, so you live in D.C. I live in D.C. Well, so here's the thing. Like a lot of commuters, I work in D.C. And I live in Virginia. As a matter of fact, I live in a town that has one light. We say hello and goodbye and, and, and one light. Oh, I love it. Wow. Those, those plays exist in, in they and around They still DC, exist. Huh? So I went from a clay red dirt road to gravel road. Oh, wow. Gosh, but I can yeah. still get to D.C. in about 45 minutes. A lot of commuters, you know, around the Beltway. Yeah, very, very cool. One of the ways that we honor our guests is we ask them to come alongside us in defining a GOAT. So we talk oh. about the definition of a goat at the at the top of every episode, and then with our guests, we ask them to bring their own definition. So would love to hear you give us your definition of a goat. John, you're a good man, but I was I struggled on this one. Okay. You, you caused me pain because I was up all night thinking about. What could I say that would be profound? What could I say that's going to make a difference in somebody's life for that one person or two or three mm. who click on the link and, and actually listen to the podcast? And and it came down to the GOAT, Tyler, mm -hmm. brand owner, Yes, is a legacy builder, someone who makes a positive impact that endures all things. Mm. Mm. Let that wash over you. A quick example is my daddy's peach ice cream. Oh, wow. Now, daddy's long gone. He used to be an executive chef when chefs were not cool. Mm. But now think about it, making Georgia, this Oof. is the place where you drive through on your way to Florida. Mm -hmm. And we get only one, well, two chances at revenue. One, you leave a ticket. You get a ticket and you pay for right. your traffic. I think, I, I think I've had one there before. Yeah. Yeah. Probably got it. And, and I know Frank who probably gave it to you. <laughs> Frank. <laughs> and that other chance was food. And so there will be this huge sign that says chef's peach ice cream. Now daddy's long gone, but that chef's peach ice cream mm. is still there and people still stop trying to find it. They're not going to find really? it because daddy's long gone. I'm just telling you, man, something that endures. So I was being a little facetious, but we could take it serious if we had to. So a legacy builder and a go to someone that leaves a positive impact that, that endures. Long after we're gone. So who's carrying, who's going to carry on the legacy of the peach ice cream? I have feelings about it that. It won't be me. I'm, I'm a Georgia peach. And uh, as I, as am I, as much as I can offer. I'm also a Georgia peach. I, I can't help you with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I eat ice cream. I'm a Georgia peach, but that's yeah. where the Briars comment came from. Well, I right. see yeah. I, it's all linking back together. Now. The next time, the next time you're on the show and we're reading uh, a few points from your bio, I want to be able to say, along with all the other accolades, Harvard and most influential executives and getting rid of human trafficking. 
that you brought you brought back chef's peach ice cream okay just... so all, all right john i'm gonna go practice on the peach ice cream okay <laughs> i made a really mean strawberry yogurt oh, it okay. was fantastic you remember that third kid you were talking about the the nonprofit? yeah he he is a consolidator of farmers and oh, so wow. these farmers no pun on my last name right yeah but they love him and they will just give him lots of food well strawberries were in season i had a bunch of yogurt i made the best darn yogurt you would i i would eat tyler <laughs> i would go as far as to say my strawberry yogurt was the goat wow because it did not make it through the night wow i bet i would have i would have definitely man. demolished it listen when people tell me they have such good food i don't believe them for a second um, I'm going to prove it. And that's what I like to hear. So I'm coming, I'm coming to Brentwood or I'm bring coming it. to Nashville, Tennessee, and I'm bringing my ice cream maker. All right. Okay. I'm going to hold wow. your feet to the and fire. The yogurt maker. So tell us great definition of a goat. Thank you for that. And then we also ask you to share a goat or two, and it could be a person place thing. We've had all of the above. We've actually had a goat goat moment that has been shared before. But would love to hear you share a goat. My goat. Yes, I got it again up all night worrying about this answer because I care so much about you. <laughs> so, again, sticking with my little definition of impact that endures beyond us. Okay. Get your brain ready. Get ready. So excited. Educators, teachers, mm. if you know how to tie your shoe, your kindergarten teacher probably helped your mama out in doing it. Mm. If you know how to read, write, do arithmetic and count all those millions of your dollars, Tyler, that you're going to make wow. with those pools. Basic math. That's how I survived day to day. It was from my teachers, mm. my kindergarten and first grade and second and third. And they are the most underappreciated you know i had to google it because i'm a nerd <laughs> but i was looking at the most underpaid and under appreciated professions online again you know you can search it bing mm -hmm. it you know it's teachers they show up on everybody's list they're the goat i'm, I'm giving a shout out to all the educators i love it you I love it. You know, I remember my second grade teacher. And, and think about it. They're dealing with some bad blank kids. Some of them. <laughs> and some angels like like yeah. we were. Yeah. I, I remember my second grade teacher. Her name was Miss Strozier. My first Ms. grade Strozier. teacher was Miss Almond. How do I remember that? Because they're goats, right? Like they're the, goats. The, the impact they make on you. I mean, it's one of the first time you actually start to get freedom and independence from being home. Yep. And yes. the love that you that they have to show, whether they really like you that much or not. And I got to yes. say, most of my life, I'm not sure. I think I can tend to be a struggle, maybe a little less today than, than back then for people to like me. And yes. yet I still felt, felt the love from those teachers. Those teachers come to work regardless. My mother was a teacher. That's obviously why it came to my mind. Of my eight sisters... Half of them are educators, principals, administrators. You're dealing with people who don't like you back. Yep. Who would it's just true. assume 
you not exist. You remember hearing about these young kids plotting to hurt their teacher? I, my husband told me about that. I, I'll Google it for you. A lot of times but that's what leaders have to go through, you know? Yeah, Tyler, what? A lot of times that's what leaders have to go through. They're mm -hmm. they're not the, you know, we think differently, right? So a lot of times when the people that are, whether it's a teacher and kids underneath it or a business leader and people working underneath you, a lot of times you have to make those uncomfortable decisions yep. for the business. And a lot of times the people that aren't the leaders, you know, are seeing their only their little lane instead That's of everybody's so lane. Yeah. So a lot of times being a leader is uncomfortable. And I, we talked about uncomfortable again about, you know, if you're riding on a horse and it's comfortable, you're probably not doing it That's right. right. Thank you, Ted. Thank you, Ted Lasso. It's the same. I think it's the, it's same, the same thing, thing here. Tyler. And that's why I'm going to go ahead and go with my goat. Go for it. Now, this is a very popular person. So I like your assertiveness. The, the creativeness here is not overpowering, but I'm going to go with Elon. Mm. And uh, the reason I'm going to go with him is because he's gathered so much trust, as we're talking about trust from people, whether it's SpaceX or PayPal or Tesla or even the stuff he went with Doge Coin and all the stuff. I mean, he's made stuff move and shake so much. Yeah. And yeah. he pushes the boundaries of technology. Right. And he pushes people in his organizations like to do things different. He makes people uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, think I about like think about the Tesla that's self-driving now. Think about, yeah. you know, people didn't move currency through PayPal, really, or anything like that before. That's right. He's trying to take people well to done. space. I mean, everything that he's doing is pushing trust, but he's also demanding trust, and he's changing the world. Well, and Tesla, has it, it wasn't it the first massively distributed car of its kind? I mean... Yeah, I, I think hmm. I think it's got to be. You know, they're more of a battery company than anything. Of course, but, it runs um, on an iPad. They they just launched. They just launched. Yeah, it actually does. And yeah. they, and they just launched <laughs> the fastest production car in the world. Uh, the new P100 runs zero to sixty in one point nine seconds. Yeah, I need to ride what? in that. Yeah, I need to ride in that. Okay, so, so my goat is. Um, uh, I'm. I imagine. I'm hopeful that both of you have seen this movie, and this Probably is not. certainly I, I don't I don't have a lot of faith that Tyler has seen it because <laughs> he has missed a lot of the great movies. But um, there is a movie called Goodwill Hunting, and oh yeah, it is one of the greatest movies of oh, all yeah. time, and it is oh, yeah. it is based. This is a nod to your Harvard roots, and it is based uh, around Will and his story, which is incredible. But the goat. I think of the movie is Dr. Sean McGuire, who's played by Robin Williams and his character. Yes. He, yes. he, I mean, I get chills just thinking about the, the conversations that the two of them have. One mm. of the quotes he says is you don't know. And this is what he's trying to chip away at this brilliant guy who doesn't believe he's, he's brilliant. Yeah. And he says you and he's he's had this really rough past and he says you don't know about real loss because it only occurs when you loved something more than yourself. Mm. Wow. And that's like one of those punches to wow. the face that really helped wake him up and then later on one of the one of the most moving moments in cinematic history, I believe, is when they're in his office and he keeps telling Will it's not your fault as he's talking about his past and the trauma that mm. he's experienced. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. And Will gets angry and then just breaks down. It's this beautiful moment. But wow. Dr. Sean McGuire, 
Goodwill Hunting. You got some homework now because you haven't I've seen already it. Wrote I, down. I give you guys respect. I, I give you both respect. The Tesla, you're right. Battery company, love, love my Tesla. It drives me. I don't drive it. And I do use my phone to, to start it up. I've really, I've it's really awesome. been like, thinking about, about uh, exploring down that avenue. And so which one do you have? If you don't mind me asking. It's the, uh, it's an S okay. and I call her Sophia. Sophia. That's my, and I have a daughter. Go really fast. I have a daughter I'm named Sophia. You, let me tell you, Tyler, that car, you gotta be careful. Cause <laughs> if you press, you tap on that accelerator, Great next speed, brother. <laughs> That's how I felt with you the first time we talked. <laughs> and today. And today. <laughs> well, listen, we've got such a cool back half of this conversation. Dr. Farmer, would love for you to stick around. We're going to wind it down here because we like to keep this podcast. We call it a quick cast, actually, a ride to or from work. If you listen on Spotify, you can put it on 1.2 speed. So that really even oh, helps. Wow. Uh, Apple's like one and a half. It's just a little too a fast. fast. Yeah. But uh, I will say it has been a joy and a pleasure, and I can't wait to get to this main topic that you're bringing to the table. Thank you for joining us. Will you hang out for just a few more minutes with us? For you, I will. You're awesome. We are here with Dr. Farmer, Tyler, John, for Colby. This is the GOAT Consulting Podcast. Boom. Boom.